Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I've only eaten cardboard on purpose a few times. I'm Ben, and uh, Shellraiser just totally fucked me. Fuck that ride. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> well, um, welcome back to Your Favorite Coaster Sucks, with a podcast where we get fucked by roller coasters. Your Favorite Coaster Fucks. Your Favorite Coaster Fucks. I, I don't know where I was going with that, but I went off of your thing, and it, we ended in a weird place. That's okay. That's all right. Explore the space, you know? Um, what's, what is happening what's good and what's functional I I know you've been traveling are you are you doing well yeah I'm fine corona no I'm I'm all good I I'm you know vaxxed and healthy and young and I already had it so I feel pretty good well that's good that's good so where I know you've been all over the east coast for like the past week and that's that's part of the reason we didn't do an episode last week. You were busy on the road. Yep. Traveling, work stuff. Um, yeah, just on the go, on the go. I For mean, sure. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was fine. Just, you know what, though? I'm really sick of, like, don't worry, this is not an anti-mask rant, but, like, having to wear a mask for more than five hours, like, well, traveling just sucks. <laughs> I understand. Uh, yeah, that sounds pretty terrible. Like, I get you got to do it, but it still sucks. Actually, more than that, I think I had one on for like a total of nine hours straight, and it just fucked me up. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that that's such a fucking pain in the ass because it seems like it, to be quite frank. Plus, uh, yeah, there. I, I'll have to go into it later, but it also did. So in Meow Wolf, you were mat. You're supposed to wear a mask in Meow Wolf, and that was a, a thing, <laughs> that I'll have to get into later. But well, like, so what's the details with the trip? Where did it start? When did it start? Where did you end up going? Um. So I had to do some stuff for work earlier in the week. Um, I was supposed to go to Boston to go to one of the showrooms side note oh. fucking red Sox out here crushing it yo are they are they're, they're doing good yeah there's a good chance they're gonna win the american league championship have they won that before uh, yeah 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 that the the winner of the american league championship and the net now na- national league go up to the world series oh, okay gotcha so they're like in the semifinals now Nice. Yeah. So anyway, you were saying Boston. Go Red Sox. Oh, I, I won't go into two. Actually, I won't. I'm not going to talk about work detail. Just That's fine. Yeah, because I, I, I'm not in, trying to do that. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. But, do you so, do anything in Boston or was that just like the hub of your trip? Well, no, that's where it was supposed to be started. So really what ended up happening was like, my personal journey started when I, I got to New York Thursday night and met 
our uh, our buddy Jonathan, and then I ended up uh, going to Knobles on Saturday for their fall fun fest. Which how was, was that? I've always wanted to go to that. So the event was pretty well put together, and that park is pretty awesome. Um, so what's cool about it is like much like the Fiesta Texas event it's nice to be at a park where they actually care about the enthusiasts during the event. And they actually put some care and second thoughts into things and nice to haves. It's not like whenever they would do an event at great America for ACE and it was, they just, it was so like cheap. You know what I'm saying? Like they would, when they would do an ERT event, it was like right at 10 59, they were there to close the fucking line down. It's like, Nope, last ride you're done. Get out. You know what I mean? And like the bare minimum of everything. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the, the park really loves Ace and um, the coaster enthusiasts. So the day started with, uh, I think there was like an hour and a half at ERT on the Flyers. Um, oh, Impulse, the Flyers and uh, Flying Turns. So they opened up Flying Turns for Acers for the event which was cool. Um, so I got, so I got on that. How is flying turns? I've never been on it. How is it? It's good. Um, it's definitely one of those rides though, where when you think about the logistics of the ride and the fact is like the ride had an over an hour wait during the ERT. So it was pretty much, you got a ride on the flyers impulse and then you, you spent the rest of your ERT waiting in line for flying turns, but it's a three car train. So it's understandable. Um, yeah, flying turns is really cool, but it's one of those things where just because you can do something doesn't necessarily mean you should do it. Um, like I, I totally appreciate the the ride and the design of it and what and the whole story, but at the end of the day, it's just not very practical. <laughs> so if anything, if anything that may, kind of makes it cooler, like I'm glad the park still is keeping that ride open. It's kind of a miracle, um, and it's the only park I, that I think could pull it off. But yeah. It's definitely like just it's really interesting. It's just I don't know if it's necessarily like a roller coaster. It's more of like a, I don't know. It's more of like a piece of art, like a woodworking art thing. It's pretty amazing. I was going to say like a living museum. Yeah, right, right. So and uh, I got a I got a front row ride. It's um. What's also cool about it is that you can definitely feel where they had problems with the ride running. So I know earlier in the project they mentioned, like, whatever, what, who was doing that? Was that GCI? It was like Steve Okamoto in the park. Okay. Probably yeah. some of the um, GCI guys. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like, for example, when you ride the Mach or the the Intamin bobsled coasters, those layouts are, you can tell they're very, very calculated and how just like the tire marks, you can tell that those cars are always going on the same path, you know, throughout like the ride's existence, whereas flying turns seems to be a little bit more dependent on the rider weight. So there's more variability mm. in like how they enter the turns and how they exit the turns and stuff like that. So you can definitely tell when you're riding in the front that they're like where the problems probably were. Um, 
And also, like, remember that Ace that Ace documentary where they're talking about riding the flying turns and the train crashed. Um, definitely can understand how that would happen, but <laughs> <laughs> it's cool though. Like, it's it's like, and they have this huge station for it, and they have um, you know, they have these air gates to make sure so they like weigh you in a group of three, and then you know distribute you accordingly. And um, they had like five people on the platform, five staff members on the platform to run the ride, and Everyone is friendly, so yeah, really cool. I'm I'm glad they did that for us. Um, and then, have you been on Impulse? Um, no, no. Impulse is really good. Um, I didn't realize it wasn't a Gerslauer. Um, or is it a Gers? Whatever. It's the. Um, I thought it was a Skyrocket. No, it's a. Uh... I think it's the same thing that ma- the same company that made. Um, Impulse, the same comp- the same ones that made uh, oh Zaire. So Zaire makes, I think they make uh, who makes? Oh, okay. so they made that, and I think Verbolton, I believe. Do they make Monster too? Not sure. Oh no, Monster is Gerslauer. That's Gerslauer. Yeah, that's right. Oh shit. Okay. There is like a weird crossover between. Okay, just like between. Um, cannibal and monster and impulse. So yeah. Anyway, impulse was really good. I, I was expecting like your janky Eurofighter, but it was pretty good ride. Um, so that's cool. And it fits in the park really well. So that's good to hear. So uh, I've heard this thing about Knobles, like this thing about like cheap, but good food. Is that true? Yeah. So after going there, I would, and like, cause the, it's, yeah, after be, basically after going, being there all day. So going to the park for the first time, like it's open to close, actually eating food primarily all in the park. Um, yeah, I can see why people want to have this as their, as the park with the best food, because it's, it's sort of like it does, uh, like garbage, unhealthy garbage food really really well like there's everything you can think of it's like you got pizza and you got chicken fingers and you got pretzels and you got all these different desserts and funnel cakes and ice cream shit and there's a coffee there's like a coffee thing that did uh 24 ounce iced coffees um so yeah it, it was it was cool like i it was and it was cheap too like so yeah i definitely understand the the golden ticket for that I wouldn't necessarily agree with it, but I understand it for sure. So for sure. Well, that's um, something I've always been curious about since I went there. I don't really remember that yeah. aspect of the park. So I was curious because I've heard it so many times, you know? Yeah. Right. And like, I only was there, I did like a credit run, just rode Phoenix and Twister. So like, I didn't have any of the food, um, but no, like, yeah, like it was, and then the food they provided to us for the event was like your standard uh, ACE event food. So um, it was like chicken and brownies and, and mac and cheese and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the I'm trying to think what I all ate. I had pizza, which was uh, it was like thick crust pizza, which is okay. And then I had some chicken fingers. They had deep fried vegetables they had a nice there was like some cinnamon bread thing um so yeah food is good 
I, I totally agree with the golden ticket now. Um, and then as far as the other coasters, I mean, Phoenix is pretty good. Um, I think I still like Twister more than Phoenix, but Phoenix is still really good. Um, and then during the ERT, the last hour was pretty fun. No wait for that. Um, Twister is running so fucking good. It's so shocking how, especially the bottom of the, like all the bottoms of the big drops, you're anticipating this like jackhammer and it doesn't come. It's, it's glass smooth. Um, and the ride paces really well. So nice. That's such a good ride. How's, how's Phoenix running? Phoenix is running good. It's not rough or anything. Good airtime. Um, good airtime. Good. Yeah, good. It's pretty standard. Um, but no, like I, I, I just don't. I wouldn't agree that it's the best wooden coaster. It's because it's. I don't know. Phoenix is very standard. It seems like, but it's still really good. I don't, it's it, stock. It, <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it's like a stock coaster, but it does. It's like really well maintained. So I understand it. Plus the buzz bars are cool. No seatbelts. I think that. I think has that's a- the thing that's really coolest about that ride. Yeah, is the buzz bars? They, do they do they still have no air gates on that ride? Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, like the real old school shit and the handbrake and stuff. Yeah, plus they're I mean they're sending the trains out so fast that you know like the train just flies through the brakes into the station. I mean like the. Their, their, their intervals are so nuts. I mean, they have so much time in between dispatches or like, I guess, uh, empty station time between dispatches. So it's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, all the crews are amazing. Um, and then, oh, I met I met Mike um, for ERT in the morning. So we did a we ended up doing a we did flyers and wait, who's, who's Mike? Mikey or Mike okay or Mike okay yeah yeah all right well shouts, yeah, yeah. shouts That's to him. we have a few mics yeah yeah no I know we got some friends so want to make sure we can give shout outs to everybody so that's great man uh I know he's a real nice dude I haven't met him in person yet but I know he's a real nice guy we've chatted several times on our discord which I'll take the chance uh the opportunity to plug right now the link is in the episode description our Discord server is great, guys. Uh, ben and I are on there. We had a lot of great conversation with our group of folks there. So uh, hop on over there. But as you're saying, uh, you met up with Mike that morning. You got on the flyers. What else are you going on? Uh, we did Impulse, too. Right um, on. Yeah. So did you did you camp or did you stay nearby in a hotel? Um, It was uh, like an Airbnb on a farm. Okay, for sure. Like a barn Interesting. loft. Yeah. 40 it was i think it was like 45 minutes away but that park is so small and the town is so small that it it doesn't really matter like you're driving far pretty far anyway but um yeah the weather was good it's like probably i'd try to camp if i was going yeah oh and then have you ever played fascination i have not but i've heard a lot about it yeah, I did not know anything about this until we went in. Um, I also happened to eat like a, I probably had like a 40 milligram edible at a certain point. <laughs> and then, and then, so like, yeah, I ate that. And then we go ride Twister. And then after we rode Twister, um, 
Oh, no, 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 no. It kicked in at the drop tower. That's right. I remember going riding the drop tower and being like, oh, like this is all kicking in right now. Oh, boy. Um, which is fine. It was, a, it was a good drop tower. But then we did Fascination. And like, I swear to God, I was like transported into some fucking like 50s like love story romance movie or something. Because like the whole thing is so bizarre. So the entire prize wall is like the is is basically the Walmart clearance aisle. <laughs> so the prizes you can win, it's it's uh, it's igloo coolers and laundry baskets and lamps. Oh, God. Um, cutting boards. Um, just just all of this weird shit that you can get. And there's, you know, candy and all that stuff. So I didn't understand how the game really works, but it's basically like tic-tac-toe where you have to roll one ball at a time into the into the little hole board. Um, and then it's a group game. So everybody's competing against each other. And then it's first one who gets the pattern wins. And then you get tickets. Um, it's so much fun. You can get lost in that shit so fast. Um, yeah, so that's... Um, I think they have that at Indiana Beach. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I think they so do. Next time we do a meetup at either one of those parks, that's a that's an official event we're gonna have is a fascination game, yeah, or tournament or so- something, you know. Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, also, like the announcer, I think the announcer said he's been doing he's been announcing that game for like forty years or something. Um. So I was just thinking, like, man, imagine if like your entire life profession is the announcer of fascination at Knobles. Like, no one can beat you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, you are the professional. Like that, it just blew. It just blew my mind. Um, it also kind of you're, shows you're like coming up with pitches for Vice documentaries now. <laughs> there, no, there needs to be a documentary on the fascination announcer because, like, he. I'm sure he's got these crazy stories. Um, I would love, I would love like a ten to fifteen minute piece on him on on Vice's YouTube channel. Yeah, totally. He needs he needs some recognition. Um, that's a that's a story that needs to be told. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought it'd be a funny like uh, like a, like I could totally see a movie too where um, like a Eliesberg Eliesberg whatever however it's pronounced I don't know um, Eliesberg where like a you know a uh, like a a couple, they're having a baby and they go and they play fascination every day. Like they take all the money they make and they just play fascination and they win things and then they they stock their house with the prizes from fascination. So like their whole everything in their house is a prize from the game. Um, but it's just it's just so wild. It was it was they don't have furniture. <laughs> it's like a stool. And like a kid's bike <laughs> <laughs> that are used as a couch. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. Phoenix Fall Fun Fest sounds really cool. Yeah, I would. Um, I would definitely recommend it. And then um, Dick Knobel did a speech actually at the end of the night. Um, he was in a. Was he, he like fuck all you people? <laughs> well he doesn't he actually doesn't look like he's in good shape um he was in a wheelchair 
like a power wheelchair and then he was like in a walk and he, he was in a walker um and he definitely seemed like he was on something um but yeah he gave it he just kind of gave a speech <laughs> then he tried there was a few there was a few funny moments too where like it sounded like he was gonna go off on like a political tangent because <laughs> he was just like yeah uh, you know, we're trying our best and, you know, we're trying to do this with the park and, you know, we might change this for next year, but, um, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, just everything going on in the world and, you know, the supply chain issues and he was, it sounded like he was about to enter this rant and we're like, like Oh God, <laughs> like, <laughs> I can, I can hear that too. Cause the, like that guy has a very distinct voice Yeah, where if you've ever heard him talk, it's like a, like a, you know, with all the issues, like a kind of like a grizzled old man but like also very booming in a way yeah right he um i think he's like 90 years old though i when i don't know his exact age but that wouldn't surprise me he did say he wanted to be around for the 100th anniversary of the park so which is in five years um well godspeed hope it happens yeah. <clears throat> um trying to think like what else was Oh yeah, and then um the we did the indoor Himalaya which was I, for, I forgot the name of it. Um and then the dark ride was pretty fun. The bumper cars are really good. The um the antique cars is a lot of fun, especially at night cuz they have the whole theme and it goes around Phoenix and stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. No, that's, that sounds really cool. <clears throat> it's a great park. Um, yeah. I mean, really the only thing that did suck was that it was so crowded. Everything had an insane weight. Um, oh, black diamond was closed. Oh, that sucks. I've heard that ride's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like a lot of the flats and stuff had pretty long waits. The food waits were insane. Like midday, you, I, I wouldn't surprise me if those, some of those food lines were a good 45 minutes, um, which seems to be a theme for parks lately is just really long food lines. Um, but yeah, the, oh, the flyers in the morning for morning ERT, they, they had the flyers going full speed. Oh, nice. Which was pretty nuts. So, I bet. Were, yeah, you, uh, it, were you able to get any snaps? A little bit. I, uh, it took me, it took me a while to get the hang of it at full speed. It's a little like you have to, it, it's a little bit different. Um, there's a, there's a technique to it regardless of what the speed is. Yeah. 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 I mean, I haven't, I don't ride flyers enough to, to like get it right, but, it's definitely well, also most parks don't allow you to snap yeah right <clears throat> um yeah that's pretty much it for knobles good good day um the good day chip pip pip <laughs> <laughs> cheerio <laughs> fancy a shag governor <clears throat> What, uh, what other parks did you end up at? I know you ended up at the the uh, the fucking big mall in New Jersey. Oh yeah, I, I have a lot to say about the American Dream Mall. Um, 
So, all right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let me just uh, let me just dust off the old soapbox here. <laughs> so, all right, there we go. It's ready for you. So, first of all, the mall is a fucking scam. It's 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 like hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so bad. It's so bad. Like it doesn't. It none of it makes sense. You you when you drive up to. So we drove to the mall. And you approach the mall and there's no like, um, I don't know. It's like no thought went into the, no thought went into the appearance of the mall at all. And then the ski. Did you, did you say, Hey dudes, let's go to the mall. Not quite, but I, I don't know. So anyway, the mall is, it was really hard to find where you're supposed to park. So that was the first weird thing. The second of the outside of it, there's no marketable like site of the mall. It's just, it just looks like a bunch of buildings. Like remember, okay. Remember disaster transport, the lift hill. Yeah. Where it was like a steel shed box on supports. So that's what the ski hill looks like. And there's no sign on it. There's no like, hey, this is a ski hill. There's no, there's none of that. It's just random structures in odd locations that don't have any like cohesive pattern or design to them. Um, that sounds like one of those scenarios in Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, seriously. Like, and and then learning the history of this mall. Like, how many times it's exchanged hands from developers and investors. Um, it was, it's funny is like, I feel like this mall manifested out of our like corrupt financial system, right? Like, um, you know, those remember like 10 years ago when vice was doing those documentaries on the, on the Chinese ghost malls and the ghost cities and stuff. Oh yeah. That, yeah. That's what, that's what this was. Like it looked and felt just like that to where, it almost gave you this weird, creepy, uneasy vibe to it. And the mall feels, it almost feels evil. It's got this like evil energy to it. I can't describe it. It's just bizarre. Um, Oh boy. So it's like, it's like as you're, as you're walking around this mall, you can feel like the corruption in our, like how like our fucked up financial system works and, and like how people are just making money and it's swapping hands and shell corporations and like, you know, all this shit going on. It's like, it's sort of so like, this is what manifested out of our, our corrupt American system. You're saying and, as white guys, we can't wear suits in this building. Because we'll automatically become evil. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. There's this bit, I forget who the comedian was, about like, if you're a white dude wearing a suit. Oh, Bill Burr. He's like, when you wear a suit, you start feeling a little... Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah. I'm saying it's white people. If we wear suits in this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't evil know. Evil energy might just tap into you. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Hmm. And it's like every, every, every time you encounter something in the mall that doesn't make sense, you can imagine the like, you know, there is like probably a meeting with a board of investors and they're like, Hey, like we need to, we need to push this deadline. We got this much funding. It's going to cost this much. And then they just sort of like, you know, green light these things like, ah, fuck it. Just do it anyway. Just build it. Just build it. Just come on, just build it. Like, or we'll, you know, trying to cut corners. Um, 
it's like, yeah, dude, it's just shit. It's just, it's just bad. Like it's, it's, I can't, I can't describe enough how fucked up it is. And then the first thing I saw <laughs> the first, so this is the American dream mall, which it's clearly marketed towards like, um, it's someone, and someone mentioned this earlier too, that it's marketed towards like international American tourists. So in that, keeping that in mind, it almost felt like there were all of these weird, like, um, marketing or subliminal, um, like things in the mall, like trying to sell you this, like an idea of America or whatever. And you couldn't tell if the theming of certain things were deliberate or not. It actually felt like Meow Wolf. Like, like there were certain points where I'm like, am I inside of Meow Wolf? That's how weird it is. And then, okay. The, the first thing I like when you like you 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 run across a sign, right? And the sign is like like the can. Oh, I have to get into the candy store in a minute. So the first thing I saw was like a five year old kid. I was trying to go into the bathroom, and there's a five year old kid, like an like an overweight five year old kid in a wagon, laying down in the wagon with his feet hanging out the side, like eating this lollipop that was probably like eight inches wide. One of those like big spiral <laughs> lollipops, just this like, it, it, it like blew my mind because it's like, yeah, that's America right there. Just an overweight kid getting pulled by his parents in a wagon. Um, so you walk in, there's an ice rink, there's no real food court. Um, oh boy. Okay. All of the, re- a lot of the retail space is empty. So you're just walking through like empty, you know, like just empty storefronts and just empty hallways. Ta-da. And then there's what, what I thought was funny is we're walking, we're walking through this area and all of a sudden there's like 50 people on these animals. It's there's, they're like a little electric scooters, but they're giant stuffed animals. Oh, so, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And so there's all these people like <clears throat> riding these scooters around in a circle in this big open space of the mall. And it was so confusing because it's like, where the fuck are these people coming from? Because there's no there's like no staff. There's no staff around. There's no you, you don't see anybody getting on or off of them. Or like, do you just j- jump on one of these? And then they were riding all over the mall. And it was weird. And then there was the giant balloon spider. Hoobastank was playing like that was the vibe. <laughs> Remember that Hoobastank, The Whoa. Reason? Yeah. Like, that was the music and the that they were playing. the reason is you. <laughs> they were playing just bizarre music. Um, so, so, That's yeah, the, a bizarre choice for a theme park, regardless. I mean, other than it was like a hit. Well, that was just the regular mall. Like, the the theme park is pretty... Which, which, so, with that, though, the theme park is you can't see the theme park or the water park from inside of the mall. So if you were like, imagine if you were like a tourist and you were inside of the mall and you were thinking you're, there's nothing that's going to like pull you into the theme park. You know what I'm saying? There's no, like, like they didn't think like, Oh, we should have this be visible from the parking lot or visible from outside or inside the mall. You can't see anything. So you have no idea what's inside the theme park until you pay the money. Which is kind of an American theme. It's like, no, like you want to see what's on the other side. You got to pay up front first. Like that's the American way. <laughs> so. Um, God, that's horrible. Yeah. And like the water, you can't see the water park either. Um, 
And so the, also it's funny. They have these tablet strollers like Wally. What? Yeah. So it's like their strollers, like their children's strollers, but they have tablets inside of them, like in the front. Oh, okay. so like, like that episode of South Park. Oh, is that a thing? Well, they weren't strollers, but they like had to go trick or treat. Stan had to trick or treat on an iPad. <laughs> so they were pushing, they were pushing him like an iPad around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't quite like that. These were just like children's strollers that had giant iPads like in the, like in front of the seat. So like oh, you for like a kid to. Yeah. And then you, like you swipe your credit card and then there's like probably, you know, things you can buy and stuff. Um, oh, fucking games and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing is the candy store. So there's a candy store in outside of the theme park called it's sugar. <laughs> I've and, been to one of these. Okay. So there's this big sign in front of it and it says at it's sugar. We exist to provide a humorous escape from everyday life. We celebrate the liberty to treat yourself in a world full of too many rules and the freedom to indulge in what you really want. The mo- and then it says there's a giant like jelly bean th- entrance and it's like this monument was constructed from one million jelly belly beans to celebrate life, liberty, and the pursuit of its sugar. <laughs> that's the fucking crappiest bunch of crap that's ever been crapped. Yeah, and it's bizarre. Like it, it was, it was a creepy, and that was kind of that meow wolf aspect of it. Or it was like, yeah, that sounds it, like it's fucking something from meow wolf. It's like, is th- like, is this a parody? Like, is this supposed to be funny? Is this supposed to be like making a joke on Americans? You know what I mean? It was very like, just very bizarre. Like a lot of things just didn't make sense like that. Um, dude, it was so funny though. And then there's another. Um, hold on, there's another thing here i'm just gonna send you just a couple of pictures of things um oh boy i mean i I posted these before but yeah just so they're and then and yeah then there's a statue of liberty like there's this giant statue of liberty above the entrance that's holding a like lollipop (laughs) in a package of oreos so instead of <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's like if this is supposed to be for international like international tourists like is this supposed to be funny to them are they supposed to be like oh yeah america yeah like eat sugar and then oh and then there's also a banner when you enter you walk under this big banner and it says give me your tired your poor your huddled masses yearning for the sweet life and i give you its sugar <laughs> oh god <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck it's creepy dude it's so like it feels so evil like the place is so bizarre does that, does that almost seem like let me know if i'm completely off base here but does that almost seem like fucking treasonous kind of (laughs) (laughs) 
just to fucking warp all of the ideals of America into just blatant in your face consumerism. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's the thing. There's there's a really, really hard God message damn it, of Vegas consumerism. Already, Vegas already exists for that. That's why that's why I think instead of Meow Wolf doing a grocery store, they should have done like a Walmart. You should go check out the Omega Mart, man. Yeah, I definitely I definitely need to. Um here, did you get those speaking pictures? Of, yeah. Speaking okay. of Meow Wolf, uh did you go to the one in Denver? Did it open? Yeah, it's open. I got yeah. I went there the week before. I went to New York. <clears throat> um, well, how was that? Well, it was good. But hold on, I gotta, I gotta get into the the ride reviews of American Dream. Okay, quick. quick. So yeah, so shell re- So the park. Here's the thing: the park layout also does not make any sense. So the you know inside of the mall, like when you walk inside of the Mall of America and Nick, like Nick Universe inside Mall of America. You know how there's like vantage points of the different rides and you're walking under the rides. There's really good interaction of slime streak and the the coasters where you can see them from different points. And it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So that doesn't exist in this place. Like it. So when you walk inside, you can't see the ride. Like you can't see shell raising. You really can't see the whatever the hell the spinner was. I forgot the name of it. Um, so, so what's bizarre is that the mall actually makes, so, okay. So like looking at a picture of Takabisha from the outside and then looking at it in the park, the ride being indoors almost makes the ride feel smaller. If that makes any sense, because it's like the proportions of the building with the ride give you this weird, like vantage point of the ride. So it looks small. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, it's just really bad. It was really badly, poorly thought out. Um, and then this ride, this is literally the probably the roughest coaster I've been on to where it's not even roughness. It's like engineering fuck up. So at the bottom of every single drop and element, the the car jackhammers so hard that your head. It's like if you have your head forward, it gets pushed forward like you know what I mean? Like in front of you. And then if you hold it back, your neck like compresses, like you can feel like your spine compressing from the G force because the ride is like probably pulls a good four G's. So you're feeling this jackhammering plus the G forces and it's really uncomfortable. It's, it's like painful. Um, damn. Have you, have you ever like, okay, you know, have you ever like jumped up and landed flat on your heels uh yeah like barefoot and you get that really like abrupt like impact to where your vision almost gets weird and kind of get a headache it's like a really hard bang almost like your knees get like really like worn out and your fucking back yeah it's like in like your head like so it's so rough that your vision like you basically like black out from the jackhammering because your head is shaking so abruptly that your vision is just blurry. Like you can in, in like your, it just, you, it just, it's not good. Like you can, like you get off the ride and you don't, it's like, I can't ride that again. It's so bad. Um, so yeah. And like most people I've talked to who have ridden it said the same thing. It's like they, they ride it once and you get an immediate headache 
Um, and it's just, you don't even really get to enjoy and see the ride because your vision's all blurry from getting your head janked around. Um, Damn. Yeah, they fucked that ride up so Is Takabisha supposed to be the same way? Um, apparently, Takabisha's not as rough. So, I guess Takabisha has more of, like, the rattly headbanging. Um, whereas Shellraiser doesn't have any headbanging. It's just purely that, like jackhammering sensation um it's like to the point where i feel like if you had a neck injury and you rode that you'd be so fucked up like someone's gonna get paralyzed on that coaster (laughs) pretty much it's so bad um damn well how is um the broncos one oh sandy that one that one wasn't actually open it was closed um yeah and then the whatever the fuck the spinner is called, like shell shock or something. Um, that ride was pretty. It could have been pretty cool, but again, because it's inside, um, it's such a huge layout. But you don't really get to experience any of it. Like you don't. You have no perspective of like where you are or how high you are. Um, so it's kind of weird, but it's, 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 it's not bad. It's probably one of the better rides there. And then slime streak is actually pretty fun. Um, but they have really tiny cars. Like I could barely fit in it. (coughs) Um, yeah, I honestly like for $75, it's, uh, what was that? Do you go in the drop tower? Uh, no, actually the drop tower was closed too. Damn. So, and then I got so fucked up from Shellraiser. So I rode it once, got all fucked up from it. And then I was like, well, I have to ride it one more time. And that was such a bad mistake. I didn't even enjoy the ride. It was by far the most painful thing I've ever experienced at a park. It's just, and I have like, I have a high tolerance for roughness. Usually I'm making fun of people who complain about rough rides, but like, this is another level. Like this isn't, this is a normal. So, um, Damn. so yeah, anyway, um, yeah, the park just, it just was sloppy, put together poorly. Um, there's no theming inside of it. It's just like a white box essentially. Um, and the park was totally dead. No one was in there. Um, nothing is really rewritable. You kind of just like you're in there, you ride everything once and you're like, eh, I'm good. And then you exit the park and you come across it's sugar. Lord. Um, <clears throat> what a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Um, so the next day we did Coney Island, which was which is pretty fun. Um, Cyclone is is really good. It's it's like um it's not rough at all. Those trains are really nice, really cushy. Um, the, apparently, the ride's running like 15 seconds faster than it used to run. I'm so fucking leery about riding that ride. Oh, no. It's totally different. They totally retracted it. It's not even like they redid so much of it. Because, <clears throat> yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. Um, yeah, it's like a totally different ride. It's It's like better than Viper. Because it's a sim, you know, it's a similar layout, but the laterals are good, and because of the there's no seat divider, you can slide left to right, 
on it all the turns. And there's, there's just like giant cushy pillows. It's like being in a car. Interesting. That sounds pleasant. And, you know, maybe, I don't know. I'm still just, <laughs> I'm a little leery, you know? <clears throat> no, there was like not a single jackhammer on the ride. It was good. Um, Thunderbolt was really fucking weird. It's like riding. It feels like you're in a shopping cart. Just I don't Isn't under- that your favorite kind of coasters. It it, it normally is, um, but my neck was so fucked up from shell rays the night before that any roughness on a coaster was just kind of I was like hypersensitive to it. Um, it's not bad. It's not a bad ride. Like it's actually kind of fun, but it's just really wonky. It's like if Pinfari tried to make a like a skyrocket coaster and weird. And then yet they couldn't figure out how to make four cross trains. So they just were like, eh, three is good enough. <laughs> um, and then, Oh, and then the, the steeplechase coaster, the motorbike coaster, or I guess horses or whatever. I don't know what it was actually themed to. Um, I didn't realize it had a flywheel launch. You, oh, interesting. You were the one at Daring Lake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those words are fun. That launch is really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are fun. Then, uh, yeah, did Wonder Wheel and did some of the, uh, actually, oh, yeah, we did the slingshot. Did a skyscraper there. That was fun. Um, yeah. Otherwise, good day at Coney Island. It's a very pleasant visit. So, did you yeah. get a Nathan's? Nah. The fuck? Really? I'm not really a hot dog guy. It's a hot dog. Right. Fair, I guess. <laughs> I did have, uh, we did have That's some Sicilian pizza. the original pizza. fucking Nathan's right there. Did have some Sicilian pizza, though. That was pretty good. Nice. So, didn't get the food credit. Um, but yeah. They're, um, the park was dead, too, which was nice. But, awesome. Uh, yeah. So other than that, though, oh, yeah, Meow Wolf. That was the other thing I did. So. Well, did I, you ride the Wonder Wheel? Oh, yeah, we did ride the Wonder Wheel. And then the uh, the dark ride at Dino's, which was actually really good. They have a dark ride? Yeah, they have like a haunted castle kind of thing. I didn't even know they had a dark ride. Which was really good, surprisingly. Um, lots of good effects. And they had they do that a whole uh, it's like a fake shotgun blast of air, so there's a few of those which is funny, um, and like just like really big props with strobe lights and stuff. Um, oh, it's so like the old school like campy kind. Yeah, yeah. So that was yeah that was really fun. Um, so yeah, that was about it for New York. Ate some good food and got to see some neighborhoods and I enjoyed the trip overall. So before that though, yeah, Meow Wolf. So Meow Wolf, I did that the Sunday before I went to New York. Um, It was, <clears throat> I have to say I like the Santa Fe one better, but the way they did this one makes a lot of sense for Denver and just kind of the overall crowd. Um, <clears throat> so the only, the only problem I had 
was I, my friend, so we had lunch before we went in and my friend brought salad and I thought it was like a, I thought it was a medium. And then she texts and then she finds out later that it was actually like a two XL. Um, what a salad. Yeah. Okay. So I, you know, like when you're expecting a certain size and you're very comfortable with that size and you've been there, done that, and you're in a public place and especially a new environment, everything's all good. But then when unexpectedly you realize it's much, much bigger than you thought, um, that's where you, I ran into problems. (laughs) So, um, I had to, I had to walk out at one point and I needed a good like hour to calm down. Holy shit. Just like the mask, like having to wear, like I was like basically like suffocating with the mask on and there's a lot of stairs inside of there. So, um, and because you can't just like leave, right. I didn't want to take my mask off, you know, and be like a dick. So that feeling of like, oh, I have to go out a bunch of doors and I have to find my way out and I have to go to the exit and I have to go outside. That whole kind of um, thing was just kind of, uh, it's a lot, it was just really overwhelming. But after about an hour, everything was good and it started getting fun. Um, so overall, they did a really good job with the location. So the place seems so much bigger than it looks on the outside. Um, the theme of it seems to be more, the overall theme of it seems to be kind of like a city. So, um, to where like the, I don't know, like the main corridors are, are like kind of like street alleys and there's storefronts and stuff like that. So you're going into different storefronts basically. And that's where the different rooms are. Um, okay. the only thing I would say like in comparison to the Santa Fe one, was that I felt like the Santa Fe one had a lot more, it was like lower. It was like the Santa Fe one wasn't as high tech, but I thought that the overall exhibits and the flow from one room to the next was really well done. Whereas Denver seemed to be more like high tech and trippy for the sake of being trippy. But the overall story and the flow between different rooms wasn't as, well done i thought so like the it kind of felt like like it kind of felt like what i thought i was afraid of was that this is sort of like the six flags version of the one at santa fe so just like really big really high tech lots of money but i thought that the story wasn't as well done but that could also just been you know my personal experience there um. Yeah. Overall, yeah. Though. Where well, you where you. So yeah. Um. Well, maybe try again, but like, you know, be careful with what your diet is that day. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I think that can that can have a big effect. <laughs> Well, also, yeah, also the crowds, like it was slammed, like, um, so like every, every, did you just, did you, did it just open? Yeah, it just opened. Oh, well, yeah. You should try back in like a couple months 
Well, what I'm <clears throat> what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep an eye on reservations and find like a like just like a really shitty snowy like Monday night to go there alone. Um, yeah, and maybe like have a burger or something instead of salad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's definitely definitely like I definitely think definitely like recommended. It. it was really well done. I had a really good time there. We probably spent a good five six hours there. So it's crazy how easy it is to just spend a lot of time in the meow wolf exhibits. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't really know what you're in for, but then, yeah, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Your, your whole afternoon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I don't know if you're like me, but it's like, I want to see everything. Yeah. I uh, get into every room and see everything. <laughs> And then once I do, maybe see some of the cool shit again, and then I'm good. There was one, um, there was one room I remember in particular that it was supposed to be kind of like a small movie theater, and the film on the movie theater was this like really weird, um, very like cryptic alien language, and it was, it was trying to be kind of like a brainwashing like a brainwashing film um okay and so like everyone in the theater at this moment was all like everyone was on the same wavelength which okay that's the other one that's the other thing i noticed between the two is like i noticed that the santa fe one there were a lot of times where you'd be in a room with other with like strangers and yet you all kind of had this like shared emotional kind of experience right where you're on the same wavelength and like you kind of have this like really fun moment together whereas i didn't i didn't really have any of that at the denver one um so but like i mean i'll I'll definitely have to try it again but the the movie theater one was like probably the one time that did happen like everyone was silent for like five minutes and this movie like this movie on the screen was just so bizarre it was like weird symbols and like people talking and it looked like alien life forms and all this crazy shit. And then like all of a sudden, like everyone just started like busting out laughing at the same time and like for no particular reason. And then everyone is just in like tears for a good, like five minutes watching the rest of this thing is pretty funny. Um, so that. <clears throat> well, that's, that sounds like fun, man. I really want to see the one in Denver. <clears throat> I'd love to go. So hopefully you know, uh, Rianne and I will be able to make it out there at some point. Yeah. It's and maybe, uh, maybe we'll all go together or something. Oh yeah. I would. Yeah. I would definitely go back to it. It's a good time. For sure. For sure. Well, do you have any other upcoming travel plans? Um, other than work stuff? Not really. Um, I might have to go to, Arizona at some point. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. Uh like Phoenix? Um yeah, Phoenix-ish. Mesa? That like outskirts. I don't want to I can't I don't I don't want to Oh, okay. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Just general area then. Yeah, that's fine. It's a yeah. it's a huge huge sprawling area. <clears throat> where there's just like towns and towns that have no differential at all. 
Yeah, right. Everything looks the same. But thankfully now there's like good freeways connecting every different town. But either way, like that whole just metro area is just giant towns and towns and towns. The only reason I was asking specifically is obviously because my in-laws are all out there. Right. So I, I now know the area a lot better. <clears throat> yeah, well, I, I'm gl- I'll gladly go out there in winter, but I'll, I'm good on summer travel. Yep. 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 <laughs> right now, the window for Arizona visiting is is becoming open. Yeah. It's like, you know, late October through April. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> that's that's yeah, like October, November through April, maybe May, but that's pushing it. Are uh, are you guys going out there anytime soon? We don't have anything planned, but I'm sure we will. Yeah. Because like I said, my in-laws are there. We have a couple travel plans, but none of them involve Arizona at the moment. <laughs> In about one month's time, in exactly one month's time, we will be in Orlando. That's right. We are going to do a bunch of Orlando stuff <laughs> in Orlando. Um, be in the area from either the 14th or the 16th all the way through till the 23rd. So if you are out there in the Orlando area, here is some details for you guys. Um, burn, burn down the details real quick. I think, uh, Wednesday, the 17th, that is marked as the Epcot food and wine day. All right, Thursday the 18th, that is marked as the Bush Gardens Tampa Day. Okay, now Friday the 19th and Saturday the 20th is both those days is the Orlando Informer event at night at Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. Um, I think there may still be tickets available for the Friday. So go check out uh, Orlando Informer for that info. Um, Friday daytime, Saturday daytime. I think one of those days going to end up maybe both days at Fun Spot, Fun Spot, you know. Sunday, don't have anything planned specifically yet. And Monday, we are doing Discovery Cove. I just forget that's that water park. It's uh, it's a marine life park, so it's like you get to swim with fish and turtles and dolphins and. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but it's also like they treat it essentially like a like an all inclusive resort. So, like, all your food and drink is included with the price. It's pretty much yeah, like an all inclusive resort with marine life for a day. But you got to get there early in the morning and then it ends, you know, before nightfall. Yeah, sure. But it seems really fun and cool. And is that. Hold on, wait. And that, that's SeaWorld, right? Yeah, SeaWorld owns that. Yes, I am a bit conflicted about it as a vegan, but also, you know, fuck it. It looks cool. 
Yeah, it's fish. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta say it. Fucking looks cool, you know. <laughs> um, and right now we are also looking at possibly on Sunday the fourteenth being in Daytona to catch Metallica at Rockville Festival because Rianne enjoyed the set she caught at Louisville so much that she is down to do as many shows as we can. Which, which, uh, you know, I have to ask, have you ever seen Metallica live? No, I haven't. Well, they are definitely worth seeing live if they play in your area. Do they even, would they even do smaller venues like that? Or I don't even know where they would, I, like, I, I can't see Metallica playing at Red Rocks. I think they're, they might, but yeah, I think they're, they would probably play most likely um, the place where the Broncos play or where the Nuggets play. Yeah. One of those two places is probably the most likely where they would be playing. Didn't, okay, Metallica was the one where they, they initiated the whole Napster lawsuit, right? Yeah. And it was kind of a shit show. And they like. Well, the thing is, like, Lars pretty much predicted exactly what happened with the music industry. The problem was that they were the wrong guys to be saying it because nobody really gives a shit when it comes from rich people. But if it was like coming from a band that, like, you know, they really they weren't making all the money in the world. Then it would have been more understandable. Yeah. But I mean, also, like, I feel like that's how it should be. Uh, as like a musical artist, you're. I feel like your revenue stream should come more from live shows, and then the actual songs and media you produce are more or less just like marketing tools to get people to come to the live shows. Well, that's how it is now, but that's because the whole thing had to adjust. But yeah. it's like you know what I mean. The, Lars explained it like. You know, they go into the studio and record a record. That's employing, you know, a, a studio, which is a small business for, you know, six months a year, however long it takes. Which, you know, is then and it's this ripple effect of like all the way down to basically like the people that work at the defunct Tower Records. You know what I mean? Like it was a whole shift in like this, this whole industry where it's like the industry kind of died, but then had to be somehow revived. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was them. And it's, it's, it's weird, you know, but it looks like last time they played Denver was 2017 and they played at sports authority field at mile high. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And prior uh, to that, they played at the Pepsi Center. I, I, um, I'm I'm not a fan of the Pepsi Center for concerts. Um, like I, I was gonna go to Modest Mouse and I talked myself out of it because I'm like I don't want to see Modest Mouse at the Pepsi Center. (laughs) (laughs) Like, holy shit! They played two nights at Red Rocks in 1989. It looks like August 25th, August 26th. But there's no set list, which is weird. You said 1989? 
Yeah. I'd love to hear that show because supposedly, you know, that that venue has the best acoustics. Yeah. And it looks like that's the only time they've played at uh, Red Rocks. Okay. Makes sense. Because it looks by, like, by 1988, they were playing at Mile High Stadium. So, yeah, those tickets were probably really hard to get for Red Rocks. Well, in the 89, it probably wasn't too bad because the, the demand for shows back then was so much smaller. Like, the city was a lot smaller. Yeah, uh, but think about it. If the last time they came to town, they played Mile High Stadium, if there was enough demand for them to play at a stadium, because I know Red Rocks is only like 5,000 seats in comparison to a fucking Mile High Stadium, which has got to be like, what, 50, 70,000? I'm not sure. It's but yeah, it's a lot. It's bigger. I don't know. Uh, this is where you know. This is your favorite venue. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast One, where we uh, complain about concert venues. <laughs> are you? Um. Do you know of the the crocodile? What is that? It's a venue in Seattle. Um. It's where no. like a lot of it's like it's like it was like where a lot of the '90s grunge kind of started. Um, that was one of those venues like I've I've wanted to really go to, and I never had a chance. Oh, for sure. Yo, do you want to meet up in San Francisco in December? For what? Metallica concert slash maybe Great America. I don't know. I don't think Great America's open in winter. They are. They do Winterfest. Oh, okay. And Discovery Kingdom is also open. Okay. I mean, I don't know if I would travel for a concert, but I have to, you know, work travel would be pretty easy to accommodate. So, um, a week before Christmas, December. I might be, I might be in, um, the Midwest at that point. I okay. Might, yeah, I might. I might be in Wisconsin for part of December. For sure. All right. Well, this will be December seventeenth through like the twentieth, probably. Yeah. What? Uh. Oh, you know, I I just forgot. Oh, holy shit! Actually, I'm having a thought now. You're talking about Arizona. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll arrange our trip to go back via Arizona. I don't know. Anyway, that's a that's a non podcast thought. Go on. <laughs> I was just I was just excited because uh, ski season is starting on Sunday. Oh, nice! Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for that. Do you have your lift pass already? Yeah, I, I do. I got the I got the Icon Pass, which is it's a little more expensive, but it's. I think the resorts are a little nice, like the more better spread of resorts. Like, so there's, there's Vail resorts, which are like Keystone, Breckenridge, um, Vail, but Vail resorts have been kind of doing the six flags business model of having monthly, basically monthly memberships and they're slashing their season pass sales. So they're just trying to get every every single person from Denver possible to get up to the resorts, uh, you know, and like spend money on beer and stuff. So Vail resorts are fucking slammed. It's like, 
they're just so crowded now and it sucks to drive up there. So I'm trying something different this year. For sure. For sure. Well, that's fun. We're going to Milwaukee on Sunday. Yes. Going to go see Hamilton. What is Hamilton again? A musical. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, Okay. I was like, really, Ben? No, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know anything about it, but what it, what what's the story about Hamilton? It's about the guy Alexander Hamilton, and um, you know, it's inspired by his life. Not a hundred percent historically accurate, but that's fine. Whatever. Uh, and there's a lot of singing, but there's also a fuck ton of rapping. It's like most of the dialogue is wrapped, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of things about Hamilton. I just don't. Yeah, I need to do more cultured shit like that. Yeah, dude, you should go see it. See if it's going to be touring near you or something. It's a good show. Yeah, I saw it on Disney Plus. That's not the same as seeing it, you know, live. But Oh, right. Yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, but my my wife loves it. So, you know, I'm I'm stoked to go check it out. It's it's good, but yeah. I definitely think you should go see it if it's uh near you. You're like I need to go do more cultured shit like that. I did uh when I was in New York, I did go to a deli at like 11 p.m. That's uh that's a kind of culture. No, I mean, I it was just like, I, I I was just thinking like, man, like the idea of having like this much, this like this high frequency of 24 hour food places like that, that are both cheap and good would blow my mind. Like I would be so fat if I lived in a city like that. That's pretty awesome that there's that many options like that. Yeah. Yeah. And cheap. Like that's what, that's what was always surprising. Um, it's like the thing I really liked about New York is just, it's like all, it's all quick. It's, there's like tons of quick service food and it's all pretty cheap. Yeah. I, I really haven't been to New York. I mean, I've been there a few times, but I haven't like actually visited it, you know? Yeah. It's, um, it's cool. I need to do it a little more often. I would love to now as someone who has the perspective of, you know, having spent, a decent amount of their adult life in Chicago, but you know, you know, Oh fuck. All right. Now Chicago, that, that little, that little town in the Midwest. Yeah. You might've heard of us. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe um, just maybe. Is there any, is there, is there any news happenings that have been, just a few a few uh, little things. One, of course, very on brand. You ready for this one? Animal Kingdom, Disney's Animal Kingdom. They are tearing the fuck out of uh, Primeval World, Primeval World, whatever the fuck it's called. You know what I'm saying? Primeval, Primeval, gone. That's good. Uh, yeah, sure, fine. Wait, well, aren't they putting something new in? No. I mean, eventually, maybe, but nothing on the t- table for now. Yeah. Um, and then another Orlando area news fucking Trek 4D is closing. 
Um, was that any good? I don't know. I'm going to check it out when I'm there. Since it's closing, you know, mine as well. Shrek 4D. Yeah, so I'll I'll report back once we uh, do our Orlando trip, you know. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, I think those 4D theaters are supposed to have atmospheric, um, like, smells and stuff. But at the one in Orlando, they just kind of let the natural odor of the guests fit the ambience <laughs> of the ride. Well, that, like, that would fit for Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> It's like wow, those smell. It's like wow, those smell effects are really good. It smelled like onions and feet. That's pretty uh, accurate for Shrek. Ugh. God, I feel gross saying that shit. <laughs> it smells like rolls. well, uh, fucking a. You got anything else, man? Um, no, nah, not really. Um, just uh. I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to, I'd love to go to another park before the end of the season, but I don't think I can I was trying to see if I can maybe squeeze in Lagoon, but I don't think I, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make that work. But yeah, that would have been cool. You should uh you should go to Great America when you're in Wisconsin. We should meet up. Oh, that's right, they're open. Um Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And my pass still works. <laughs> it feels weird because I, I bought that pass in 2019, and I, I forget that I, I forget that I still have one. But no, that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. So let me know when you're going to be uh, in Wisconsin, and we'll plan to at least meet up at Six Flags. Yeah. Cool. For sure. For sure. Well, there you go. Get one more before uh, the end of the year. There. So, um, holy shit balls. We got like some new patrons. So I want to say thanks. Like a whole fucking slew of new patrons. Dish, dish their deets. Here we go. AJ zero. Thanks a ton. Ryan Delaney. Thanks a ton. And Michael Flynn. Thank you so much. Those are our new guys. Now I got to thank the rest of these guys because holy shit, there's a ton of you guys and you're fucking awesome. Uh, we got Tyler Ray. Thank you, bud. Samuel Jacobson. Thank you. Brian Cosson. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you. Dave Coaster Talk. No BS Zone. Thanks a bunch. Go follow him on uh, on the socials. I see him on Facebook posting some really cool pictures. Um, Keith Iorio. Thank you so much. Did you see Keith on your trip? I uh, know he was in California. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Um, Coasterferg. It was it was great to uh, talk to Coasterferg on the last Zoom meetup. That was really fun. Which, by the way, I think you know if you're listening right now, Ben, we're gonna try to do that next week, right? Oh, the Zoom call. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll so be, if yeah. you are listening right now. There is still time. You can join in on this month's Zoom call. And uh, maybe, you know, as we're coming into the winter months, maybe we'll try and aim to do, we'll, we'll maybe try to do two at least every couple months. 
because I know sometimes people aren't available on certain days and stuff, you know, so maybe we'll try to cram a second one in now that we're getting into more of the uh, traditional off season. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so uh, let's see. Davis Skelton. Thank you. Uh, Dane and Rafferty. Thank you. Uh, Dane just was in Europe, man. He had a whole huge trip around Europe. Looked awesome. Yeah. That, uh, um, what parks were what parks were on that? He went to a ton. He went to Disney and Alton Towers and uh, Chessington and fucking I don't know. I think maybe Europa. It was like a whole bunch of parks. Yeah, it looked dope. Maybe we'll have Dana on to like talk about his trip. That'd be fun. Dana, hit us up if you're listening. Um, oh, and he 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 had a little bit of a correction for us. Cyclone is not 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, I I quickly learned that one too. <laughs> yeah, so he 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 texted, let me know. <laughs> so thank you for the editorial, Dana. <laughs> Hemi, thank you so much. And uh, that, you know, Hemi, we haven't seen him on one of the Zoom calls in a while. So I'm hoping that, you know, if we if we end up having a second one or start doing a second one soon, he'll be joining because it'd be good to see him again. Same deal with uh, our buddy Sean Brookheiser. Thank you so much. Uh, haven't seen him on the past couple. So it'd be really dope to have him join us for one soon. Uh, you know, hope, hope everything's going well. You know, uh, Drew B, thank you. And I know this guy is, uh, you know, he he uh, is on our Discord. We talk with him a bit there. It's great to meet him at Hollywood Nights. Uh, Gabriel Lewiski, thank you. And I know Gabe's doing a bunch of shit. He's got a whole bunch of plans for next year, which is super exciting. I'm, like, loving watching him plan out his trips because he gets stoked, like, the way I used to. Yeah, and so it's really cool to, like kind of absorb that energy you know right yeah yeah i would love to get some of that back yeah man that's why i like talking with gabe because he's got that like so stoked on everything you know because it's just like oh it's my first time going to this park and this park and it's like dude i remember being stoked like that so i love talking with him because he's always bringing that energy so i try to absorb that um nathan slater thank you so much I uh, I know that everybody at Ride This One is doing well. I don't really know if their podcast is still around or if it's defunct at this point. Let's actually take a look here. Why don't we? Oh, I also I met up with uh, Goliath in Denver. Um, oh, right on. Last Saturday. Yeah. We uh, went to my brother's bar. Got some beer, went to a dispensary. Nice, nice. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. Yeah, I know Ride This One hasn't been around for a few months. So uh, all those guys are doing well. And you know what? We'll reach out to them and hopefully we'll schedule a time that they can do a takeover on our show. Because I don't know what exactly the status is of their show. And they're they're a fun group, so it'd be fun to get them on again. Knowing, knowing exactly what that entails. <laughs> um, Brian Lewis, thank you so much. That's my dad. Thanks, dad. J- 
Joshua Knight, thank you. And I hope you're doing well. Happy birthday, first of all. Second of all, I hope you're feeling all right. I know you've been having a lot of serious medical stuff going on. So I hope you're doing all right, man. Uh, go check him out. Cheap enthusiast on the YouTubes. Um, good dude. Uh, Luann Lewis, thank you. That's my mom. My parents are so supportive. Scott Levine, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, I see Scott a lot on our Discord. I hope maybe he'll jump in for one of our Zooms. I haven't seen him in a little bit. Mikey Mayo, thank you. And holy moly, Mikey Mayo doing great things in the world. He's a, he's a teacher who makes amazing revival emo music. So go check him out. Um, Michael Muldoon. Holy shit, thank you. Uh, you know Michael Muldoon. He was on the show just recently recapping the Walt Disney World 50th. Uh, and he is he is an awesome dude. Thank you so much for your support, Michael. Looking forward to seeing you when I am down in Orlando. Likewise with Danon. Tristan Cox, thank you so much. Uh, Tristan's awesome dude. He's been on a couple of our calls recently. He is, uh, I think he's he's driving the truck now. So I guess we will definitely be keeping Tristan some company <laughs> as he uh, traverses across the country. Wish you best. Get in touch with us, man. Let us know how your adventures are doing or uh, your travels across the country. Uh, Stefan Feinbaum, thank you very much for your support. I know he's got a lot of stuff going. <clears throat> I don't know what all specifically, but... He releases music under the name Johan Lennox, so go give him a listen. Uh, Daniel Puckett, thank you. And Shockwave Dan slash Real Shiny Fabric. Now, this guy, holy shit, he hooked up a fucking awesome remix for my track that just released. I've only heard a preview snippet of it, but it was fantastic. So, uh, great work, Dan. Go check him out. Real Shiny Fabric. Uh, Nathan Hart, thank you. Now, Nathan, he's, he's, uh, I always look forward to seeing Nathan in our Zoom calls. He's a fun dude. He was, he was on last time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, right. he's, uh, he's one of our absolute diehard regulars for sure. And what's fun about Nathan is that, um, he'll join regardless of if he's working or not. So we always get some interesting stories from Nathan. Um, Jonathan Hawkins, thank you. And that's really cool that you got a chance to hang out with John uh, at Knobles. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> was he at um? Was he at the, the mall, too? Wait, sorry, you're talking about Jonathan, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I basically I was primarily traveling with him the whole weekend. For sure. So. That's great. You got to hang out with him. <clears throat> Shouts to you, John. Uh hope we can hang out again soon. Um Jared Mullen, thank you so much. Uh, Jared's fucking I know he's hustling, man. He's working his ass off at the bar. Uh hope hope that's been going all right for you. I know football season is going now, so business must have picked up. So uh hope it's hope it's taking it not too tough on you. Uh but he, he's one that always joins our calls too, which is great. Always great to hang out with Jared. Um, Brandon Carter, thank you so much. Now, I know he's a busy dude. Yeah. You know what? We should try and get him on the show again. 
<clears throat> yeah, we that would to, be fun. It'll be our. Did we ever save the la- the two times we did it before? I can't remember. <laughs> I think he'd be happier if we didn't release those, though. <laughs> Just an honest, honest uh, opinion. Uh, <laughs> and um, of course, our buddy Prairie Coasting. Oh yeah, who is absolutely awesome, and that is our number number one diehard. Ride or die. I know he's uh he's now getting the snow begins up for him, and that's oof. God, I am so sorry, Logan. That is ridiculous. Yeah, but it I means am, that we get to ski earlier, so I'm fine with it. Those of us who don't ski don't have an appreciation for it. Well, let's see. Is there any other annoying shit? Oh yeah, you know, give us the follow. Uh, subscribe, review, review. That's the word review. Five star review. Tell us what your favorite part of Canada is. It can be a physical part or it could be a part like the fact that it's really big. I don't know. You tell us. Um, fucking email us, which by the way, we got an email, Ben. Sweet. I don't know if if you knew this, but um, we were talking about I, in episode eighty five. Obviously, um, like filming an amusement park now with a nineties VHS camera, yeah. and apparently this video is that. So I just sent it to you. We'll put the link in the episode description. Oh, oh, sweet. You know what's funny? I think I I saw this. Yeah, this was really cool. Yeah, it definitely looks very 90s. Yeah, yeah, totally. So if um, I had an idea for a video where if it's ever announced that Magnum is closing... And they only give like a, you know, like a couple weeks notice. I would love to film a Magnum video, but with a VHS camera. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. And then just have like some good 80s music. Cue Sean Flaherty. Um, So I just want to say thanks to Tim for sending that to us. Thank you, Tim. We appreciate it. Um, I got to reply to him. Let him know we read his email on the show. He said, uh, the above link is pretty close to what you guys were talking about in, I believe, the beginning of episode 85. So um, I'm not going to check. I will take your word for episode 85. But this is pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Kennywood is like the perfect park for this, too. The music is actually pretty fitting as well. Yeah, like, um, no, totally. That's, yeah. I'd love to see stuff like that. Yeah, this is this is cool. This is very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, thank you, Tim. Um, if you have anything to say to us, like Tim did, you can send us an email at your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. Or you can also give us a call, leave us a voicemail, 312 572. Nine five five two. We'll play it on the show because that is fun. Um, 
what else? What else? The easiest way to get a hold of us on our website, your favorite coaster sucks.com. That's where you can find all the stuff uh, about us, how to get a hold of us, whatever. There's a link to Patreon, link to get some shirts. We haven't plugged the shirts in a while. We got shirts, a fuck ton of them. That's it. Also, buy a shirt, buy a copy of Dianetics, do the Dianetics theme park challenge. I'll reimburse Still waiting the back for some reports on that one. Oh, man, I could have done it at... Uh, I should have done it. Knobles would have been an interesting park for it. Yeah. It would have no effect. No, not really. Anyway, um, well, fuck, you got anything else, man? Nah, I'm all, I'm all good. All right, for sure. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. sucks.